Hello and welcome to Natural Life Flow, the podcast for self-care to uplift you to your best self, sponsored by Debbie Spink Holistic Therapies. Check out the Facebook group Natural Life Flow for the community for mothers to prioritise self-care and radiate their power to others. Today's special guest is Heidi Maria Norman, who wants to share the message that sensitivity is powerful. She's devoted to helping the most empathetic amongst us get to know themselves. She firmly believes that the most sensitive women are the strength of our society. She hopes to make a positive change in the world while encouraging those she helps to do the same. Feel free to like, share, subscribe and comment on the podcast. It's all appreciated and helps to spread the word and empower other women. Enjoy this episode. Hi and welcome to the episode of Natural Life Flow. Today we've got Heidi Maya Norman and Heidi loves people and the work she does is all about helping others. She's a spiritual teacher, a coach, a healer, a yoga instructor, speaker and an author whose primary goal is to empower women. Heidi wants to learn how to, us to learn how to set good boundaries, trust their intuition and live life from the heart, particularly for those who, like Heidi herself, are highly empathetic. She wants to share the message that sensitivity is powerful. In both her books and her business, Heidi is devoted to helping the most empathetic amongst us to get to know themselves. She firmly believes that the most sensitive women are the strength of our society. Without them, there would be very little art or sense of community in this world. So she wants them to learn to understand their emotions, value them and be guided by them, while also setting effective boundaries and avoid being exploited by others. In doing so, she hopes to make a positive change in the world while encouraging those she helps to do the same. Hi Heidi and welcome to the show. Oh hello Debbie, it's so nice to be here and honoured to be on your podcast. Oh fantastic, can't wait to get, uh, get going. So maybe you could tell us a bit more about yourself, your journey and then how you came on to help others. Yes, I I have always been helping other people. It started when I was a little girl. Uh, people were coming to uh, to me from all the places to talk about their life story. So it has been, for me, something has followed me. And I always, I love people. And so when I was starting to do uh, my education, to find out what I'm going to do in life. I took, uh, I was a health nurse and also I, uh, and, and then I, uh, I got, I, I hurt my back uh, in, in my job. So I couldn't be a health, uh, health nurse. And so I took a new education to be a social worker. And then I was uh, a social worker for a year. And then I hit my head and, uh, 
and I started to um, go inside myself and to understand that I was going to help other people in another different kind of way. Mm. So I yeah. I hit yes. I hit myself. Uh, I was uh, slip. It was slippery on the ice, and I hit my head so badly that I thought that this is the this this is this is it. This is uh, this is I'm not going to survive this. But when I start uh, when I wake up, then I understand that it was I had to do some changes in my life. And at that time, I was a social worker. I was uh, stressed out. I was burned out so many uh, ways, and. And I hadn't listened to myself at all. I was always giving and giving and giving to other people. And I didn't know what I wanted in life. So then it was, it starts to, I had to start to listen to myself and see what do I truly want to do? And how can I help other people when I'm taking care of myself at the same time? Yeah, it, you hear people say again and again that they have some kind of life-changing experience and that must have been a really scary time for you. Um, how did it make you feel and how did it transcend to, like, this is it, I've got to put myself first? Yeah, uh, it was really scary. It was... Uh, uh, <sighs> I, when I was hitting my head, it was like you see in movies when you are, it's still it's uh, going in uh, slow motion. So mm. I was hitting my head again and again and again when I was in consciousness, uh, and uh, and I was thinking, what is this? So it was a wake up call for sure, and. Uh, uh, it took some years before I understand that I had to go inside that pain and to see what was that moment for me. Uh, what happened in that moment? And I, I have uh, written my book, uh, The Carousel of uh, Emotions, where I'm explaining that it was my spiritual awakening. It was that when I was understanding that it is more to life, that it is that I'm here for a purpose uh, and that I'm uh, here to help other people. And that I'm, I also understood that I had to do the work in myself first because you can't help anyone if you are not helping yourself. You can't help anyone if you're not loving yourself you can't love your anyone if you're not loving yourself and i was hate i was hating myself i was hating my life i was hating that i was stressed out i was hating that i had to do so many things i was hating the uh, to be a social worker uh, and i was hating that i also had pain in my body because of the birth of the uh, children but I was pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing mm -hmm. so 
I wasn't stopping up to see is this good for me or, or is this bad for me? And yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. A, a lot of people, I think, get caught in a cycle of just doing and doing and just really coping through the day. And like you say, they get stress builds up and the feeling of just firefighting, everything that comes along. Um, how did you sort of rise up and empower yourself and really make a difference firstly for yourself? Uh, first of all, I was uh, understanding that I had to do some changes in my life. It is like when you are getting in the darkest moment of your life, then it's only one way and it is up. And when you have seen the darkness, then you want to see the light as well. And when you are putting the light on the darkness, then you can start to see that it's brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. And then you see that when you do your, the shifts, shift in, uh, in uh, mindset, in, in how you are, uh, how you are doing, uh, what you are doing life is uh, when you are taking different kind of choices. And I understand that you have two ways. You can do it uh, from a place of fear or you can do it in a place of love. And when I understand that when I'm doing it in a place of love, everything was easy, everything, uh, you meet the right people at the right time and, and you do the things that you are supposed to do. But if you are a fear, then you are forcing it something to happen in your life. You are forcing something. Um, and, and I was looking at, because I was also uh, asking other people, to, can I do this? Can I do that? And can I do that? I wasn't listening to myself. So when I was at that, uh, spiritual awakening moment of my life, then I started to listen to myself. What do I want in life? What do I need? And that was a really change for me because I hadn't asked myself that. I was always there for other people and also a pleaser because uh, empaths, highly sensitive people, are there to help other people, help, 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 help. And then it can be over-pleasing, it can be over-helping, it can be uh, giving too much. So it's really important to get that balance in life where you are helping and also to uh, know uh, when you can stop and receive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I always say that you can't give from an empty cup, you need to replenish yourself, definitely. Um, you said that you work with like sensitive and empath empathetic yes. people. Um, what problems do they um, suffer in particular? Uh, empaths, uh, it is to set boundaries uh, because mm. when you are an empath, you, you want uh, people around you to be satisfied. You want people to be safe. You want people to have a... Uh, the best life they ever can have and, and you want people to uh, 
have it good around you. So you forgot about yourself and you give and you give and you you give. So you have to set the good boundaries so you can take care of yourself first. And then when you have something to give, then you are giving because empaths are always there to help other people, but they need to set that boundaries to find time for themselves. And for me, uh, it's my meditation practice every day and also my yoga practice. I have to do it every day because if I'm not doing it, then uh, then it's me giving to others, not giving to myself. So that is really important for me. Mm, Yeah. Um, what what do boundaries um, particularly look like? How do people manage to place firm boundaries? Yes, uh, it's uh, for, first of all, it's easy to uh, it's important to start with something easy, like do I want this or do I want that? So and also and and so you can practice on a friend or someone you are close to or a a therapist or a coach or anyone uh, you feel comfortable with and feel safe around. So you can say yes and you can say no because uh, for empaths, it's really hard to say no because they are feeling that they are doing something wrong. But it's so important to learn also to say no and when you are saying no to the right things then you say yes to yourself yeah yeah it definitely makes sense and uh, the fact that you need to be able to have that boundary and uh, just really invest in yourself as well um how do people are people born sensitive or do they become more sensitive maybe during childhood it, I think as I think that uh, some people it is born more sensitive than others, but I think also that we are getting into an age uh, that it is we are getting more sensitive in in what we are eating and what how we are treating ourselves, how uh, that it's so much stress and uh, pollution and that sort of thing that it's uh, getting more us more sensitive but it's some people that is uh, highly sensitive and that it's empaths that feels the energy all the energy around us Uh, so you can sense when someone is angry you can sense if someone is happy and and it's like an empath can be when you are happy i'm happy when you are sad, I'm sad. When when you are angry, yes, then you, I'm angry as as well. So uh, sensitive people is feeling everything around, but also you can have some people that is sensitive to sounds and to uh, touching and and to smelling, because every every senses. It's, uh, it's more uh, open and you have a more a highly sensitive nerve system. Yeah, yeah. So it seems as though empaths are more, more aware and more sort of outwardly looking than so 
therefore looking into yourself as you said is like some skill that they need to develop because the quite often people pleasing and looking out on the world and trying to make everyone happy is is that kind of the case yes absolutely and and it's uh sensitive uh highly sensitive people they are there out there to help other people but they don't have the time to go inside themselves and and see what do i feel what do i need what do i want in my life because they are so uh, they are there to help other people so sensitive people have to learn to look also at their own feelings their all all emotions their what they need, what they want, and 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 to start to listen to themselves, to journaling, or to do meditation practice, or just uh, say no to something every day, then it could be really good for an empath. Mm. That's that's really good advice. Um, what is the value of highly sensitive people in society? Yes, highly sensitive people are more tuned in what other people is feeling and, and, and their emotions. So they are easier to contact, uh, connect with people. They are understanding people. They have the power to... to uh, really go deep and help people get through whatever they are getting through so you they are good listeners yeah fantastic um and yourself you've got such varied talents uh, how do all the various elements connect together and what do you love most about your job oh i have my dream job and I started to do this uh, job because uh, of all the health is issues that I ha uh, that I'm uh, dealing with, uh, uh, fibromyalgia and uh, and fatigue. Uh, so I couldn't I couldn't uh, do the regular job, and so I started my own uh, job to have something to do and to be at service to other people when I was getting better uh, in my own, with my own head. So it was, it was my coping with it. Right. right. And yeah. Yes. And, and then I was uh, looking at this is really amazing and uh, and I was taking one step at, out, uh, at the head and, and I was seeing that, oh, this is, uh, this is uh, uh, fun. And I was loving to have clients uh, to do uh, coaching with them and to see, uh, you see, when, when they are coming then uh, to me, you, I see that their eyes are closed. But it, when they have been four or five times and, and we have started to work through some issues and uh, emotional wounds from the past, 
then you see the eyes are sparkling again and it gives yeah. so much joy for me oh fabulous it sounds a really valuable and a really worthwhile job that you do um so what does it take for for the people to be empowered and really take on board all your teachings i think it's said to be themselves to really trust in themselves and to be themselves because we are wearing so much ma masks masks uh, in the society and when when you are dropping the masks masks and just be yourself and then you don't have to push and you don't have to do anything you can just be on this uh, uh, podcast and speak uh, from your heart and uh, everything will yeah. go fine Oh, fabulous. Um, and uh, you mentioned about your book. What inspired you to, uh, to write that? That was, uh, it, it was something that wanted to get uh, true to me. It was like when I was starting to write, it, it, it is like, uh, I'm, just, I'm just typing because the words yeah. needs to get out. And it started when I was looking that a coach were uh, talking about writing a book. So I thought, oh, I have always uh, thought about writing books. And when I was a little uh, girl in my uh, teens, then I was writing books with my sister. And we were sitting on, at the table at, the, at the, my... Uh, home uh, and we were writing uh, a chapter and then we were reading it and we had such a nice time so and i'm so sad that when i moved away from my uh, um, my uh, parents home i throw away all the books that i had written so i'm so sad about that but uh, so it has always been a passion for me but because I have a reading disorder, so I was thinking that I'm not going to uh, get a book out. But then I was thinking, uh, why not? Why not? And then my passion uh, drew through me and I just was typing. And it is easy when you are um, writing about your life story because then everything is coming. Because you know the story. <laughs> yeah. It must have been a great experience just to get that out creatively and then be able to connect with and impart your message to all sorts of different people. Um, so if, if you had sort of one key message to give to the listeners, what would that be? Um, to listen to your heart because... Uh, your heart has always the answer uh, and it is we uh, we most of us lives in our heads and uh, we are uh, rationalizing everything we are uh, thinking about the logic we are uh, thinking that if i do say that then the other persons will say that so you are over analyzing everything 
And when you are speaking from the heart, then you are sending out the right frequencies, the right uh, energy that the other person needs to get from you. But if you speak from the head, then you are not going to meet the other person at all. So be, be yourself and speak your truth and be uh, in a place of love and your heart. That's a really valuable message. Yeah, yeah, I can really yeah, see, see how that works, definitely. And you mentioned about overanalyzing. And I yes. think, is that um, a particular problem that we spend too much time overthinking and yes. worrying about what everyone else is judging us and what they think? How does that play out for people? Yes, uh, and that is something that we are, uh, it's a problem for, for us that we are overanalyzing and we are living from the head and living from the fear because when, uh, when we are not uh, just telling what is on our, in our hearts, then we live in a place of not uh, using the full potential of us. Yeah, yeah, I can see that how that would affect people, especially sensitive people when yes. you're focusing on sort of the outside world and trying to please everybody. Yes. Um, is there kind of a cycle that people get into, they get, they want to please everyone and to get some kind of reward, some satisfaction from pleasing people, and then it just gets out of control. Is that a kind of scenario you see? Yes, uh, yes, uh, definitely. It is like uh, when you are pleasing, first you want to help another person, but then you, you, uh, when you're pleasing, then you have problems to say no. So you give from a place of the head, not from the place of the heart. Because when you are giving from the heart, then the other person is feeling that you are giving from the heart. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And so then we need to draw back to ourselves what we yes. need and what's going to facilitate us to uh, progress. And then we can help others. Um, so you mentioned about your own self-care and meditation yes. yoga and things um is there a sort of prescriptive um kind of regime for people with self-care or is it very sort of tailored to the individual i think it's uh we find our inner peace in different kind of uh activities uh, it's for empaths it's really important to be outside and to be in the nature uh, but it is you you can find it in listening to music you can find it in doing meditation you can find it in yoga you can find it to go on a mountain trip you can find it when you are bicycling or you read a book or uh, or you unplug everything and don't be on social media for a whole day. Uh, or not taking that call from a person that is uh, tapping you. And that is also what 
empaths it's all about because you are giving to people so much then you can get uh, really drained out uh, by other people so you have to reach recharge mm. yeah. because you are yeah. feeling everything yeah and if there's people or negative situations negative people and then you don't say no i can imagine it that kind of feeds into what you get you know that energy you take that on is that um, kind of the case yes you can take on the other person's energy and you don't really understand that you are taking it uh, i'm learning my clients to uh, put a filter on them like a bubble uh, and to uh, and to uh, really see what is mine and what is other people and that they can uh, clear the uh, energy when they are coming home so so they don't take have to take it uh, to themselves but when yeah. you are not seeing it when you are really because uh, when you are really stressed uh, out then you are taking more energy from everywhere but when you are more yeah. calm, then, then you will uh, find time also to recharge and not take so much. Yeah. 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 And understand how, um, like, if you're helping a lot of people, a lot of empaths are in, um, like, caring professions and like you did with the social work, things like that. Um, it must be, is it so hard to... Um, put in place that bubble like you mentioned the barrier is is there certain steps that people need to go through to create that space and that separation yes uh, and if you are a social worker or a nurse or a help uh, in help uh, professions it's usually empaths that is there because uh, we need uh, we love to uh, help people and so it's so so uh, important to uh, have um, self-compassion and also to find time time for uh, uh, themselves uh, and because you have you have helped uh, people all day long then it's really important to find time to take care of yourself. And I have seen to many clients of mine that you can, uh, uh, if you do it uh, before you go from work or you, when, when you're coming inside your home, it's really important to take uh, five minutes or 10 minutes to just close your eyes and breathe and to recharge yourself so you are not taking the things that was in the work to home or from home to work and and yeah. people people have said wow that makes so much different in my life when i have uh, started to tune in and tune out right fabulous yeah that that can make a huge difference um, and really get you in the space of uh, being just connected to yourself. So um, you mentioned about the um, having the barriers and separation. 
and then uh, stress from others. Uh, we live in such a busy, busy world at the moment and there's so much influence like social media and uh, TV, everything else bombarding us. How do we make sense of all the information that's uh, coming and filter it all out so that we're focusing on the right things? Uh to be honest, I have uh, stopped uh, watching news and uh, uh, I, because like uh, for an empath, you take everything in. And yeah. uh, so I had to filter my, myself out. And, and of course, I, uh, I look at news uh, on, on the computer, but then I get to decide what kind of news that I... I am able to take uh, at that at that moment. I'm capable of taking at that moment, uh, and because we are boom, it's in it's so bombastic. Uh, everything is like so much chaos in in um, in the news world, uh, and so it's important to really luck down I think and to see the things that you want to see and to find time for if you want to see the news yes see the news but find also time to do something that gives you pleasure and to give you uh, joy and happiness and uh, fun and dance or play or be with your kids or do something that gives you something because you have to fill your cup up. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's really important because if you on, only get drained, then you have to fill yourself up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And as you say, uh, spending that quality time and doing fun things and, yes. uh, spending time with the kids um, I mean quite often people will do sort of low quality activities just slump exhausted in front of the TV things like that yes so um, is it um, is it finding that self-satisfaction self-satisfactory feeling that we've spent our free time doing worthwhile things rather than just frittering it away? Yes, it is really important to, uh, when you have spare time or free time, it's important to uh, do something that fills up the cup uh, and to uh, enjoy life. We are here on earth to have uh, fun and to have, be in joy and to be happy and to be loved and to love. So it's important to do that uh, and and not uh, always looking at what is going to be bad in life or that gives us fear and scarcity and that sort of thing. So um, I think it's really important to just uh, do the things that makes us happy. But it's also uh, important to not close all the doors and, and see the reality as well. But you have to take care of yourself. You have to have a great life. You can't be uh, 
taking all the chaos and all the scarcity there. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, definitely. Um, that we need that balance of um, being out in the world, but keeping ourselves in uh, great conditions so that we can actually help each other. And really that we've got this one life, we've got this chance every day, it's a new opportunity, really just being positive, putting yourself out there as your best self. So uh, yeah, I can really sort of share those sentiments there and that kind of outlook on life. So that's, uh, that's fabulous. So with your own self-care, I know you mentioned a few um, things you like to do. If you had like an hour for your own self-care, you could do whatever you wanted in the world, whatever you chose to do, uh, what would you do? Oh, it's easy. Um... Uh, I would uh, love to spend some time with my kids and also do yoga. I love my yes. I love yoga. I love it, and also to do my work. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, so yeah, but yoga. Yeah, I love it, mm-hmm. and uh, it yeah. it was uh, it was so life changing for me. Um, yeah yeah it's one of those things that uh, you can really invest in and you're not killing yourself in a gym it's all just really nice and you can do it at your own level so yeah love yes. it and and also uh, it's uh, when it's about yoga it is that you take it in your own pace and that you are if you do it from a place of love where you are listening to yourself and listen what is coming up because uh, our body speaks the language of the past that we have lived. Mm. Very good, love it. Yeah. great. So um, where could we find out more about you, Heidi? Yeah, uh, you can find it me on Instagram uh, under... Uh, yoga lover body mind and soul and you can find me uh, i can give you all the links if you want uh, you can find me also at uh, maria at uh, dot uh, no uh, and uh, but the mostly of it is in uh, in uh, in Norwegian, so it's best to go to Instagram, and there you have all the details. <laughs> right, fantastic. Well, we'll pop them all, all in the show notes as well, so uh, people can connect with you. It's been really fantastic to explore um, what sensitive, empathic people uh, need to overcome and how to really come out and make empower themselves yes thanks for that Heidi it's been much appreciated oh thank you it has been uh, such a pleasure to be on this uh, uh, show with you and I'm so glad to be here thank you wonderful great stuff thank you Heidi take care